What's going on, family? What's going on? What's going down? What's shaking? Welcome to Jonathan Souls Podcast. This is Jonathan Souls speaking with you now. I got the honor and privilege to talk to a beloved sister across the pond, somebody who's dabbling in the murky waters of erotic thrillers. Oh, yeah. Uh, a story about a, a young woman who goes on a sensual adventure to outer yes. space. Not really out of space, but you know, like a lodge, you know, vacation lodge. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Dion Walters. How you doing, Ms. Walters? I'm good. How are you? Real good, real good, real good. So your character in uh, the vacation lodge, they don't really go to outer space, do they? No, they don't. She just goes to Jamaica. Uh, well, that's close. That's right on the edge. Yeah. That's right on the edge. Pretty now wait a minute now. So I'm reading. Uh, I'm and family. Y'all can get this book on Amazon, Amazon.com, and I guess Amazon.co.uk, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's at a pre-order stage right now. So we order it now, and we'll get it when February, January, what? You'll be able to get it in the tenth of February. That's the publication date. Okay, excellent. The same thing for the ebook people. Yes, so it's the same date for both. And I'm having a book launch on the 8th of February as well. Okay, so when I look at your timeline on Twitter and I see you thumbing through the pages of that book, you just teasing us. That's basically that's basically what you're doing. Yeah. Ah, you're teasing us. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So I want to get into your book, The Vacation Lodge. You know, this again, it's an erotic thriller about this woman who I guess goes on this sensual adventure in Jamaica. Now, um, yeah. Is this like uh, you know, like personal story? I mean, are you are you changing the names to protect the innocent? I mean, what's going on? With you? What's what's happening? No, I mean this story is definitely fictional. I think because it's my first novel, uh, the character has similar traits to me in terms of the way that they think and things like that. But the adventures that the character goes on are purely made up, based okay. on imagination. All right, all right. And uh, what is there any particular, uh, you know, genre or uh, or book in the past that you've read that inspired you to to write along these lines? Um, I think um, definitely Fifty Shades of Grey. When I first started writing this book, um, which was a uh, two years ago, I started writing, and um, I was reading Fifty Shades of Grey at the time, and I thought it was amazing. I've never read a book like that before. And then I, when I started writing this, I was by myself. And then the, I suppose the book sort of wrote itself, in a mm -hmm. sense. So I just started write, writing because I was bored. And then um, it turned out to be, you know, erotic. Hmm. Okay. All right. I wonder, it's, it's so funny. There's certain books that a lot of women key in on. They kind of just gravitate toward. Uh, yeah. you know, when I talk to folk, this 50 shades of gray feels a lot like, like the interview with a vampire novel series when it came out. Oh, I really? I don't know if you was hip to that, you know, back in the day, but it, it feels that way. Um, 50 shades of gray. Now I've never read the book, but I dated a girl briefly, dated a girl oh. who had beef <laughs> with the movie. So, uh, I didn't realize that. The whole S and M thing was like a culture. It's like a it's like a subcultures kind of a thing. Uh, you know, this yeah, is the way she's explained it to me. You knew that, or um, no? I thought 
feel that that book sort of exposed that side of things because I didn't know about it until I read um, that book as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even if even if you did know, you got to say that you didn't. You follow me? <laughs> even if you did, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to protect. Exactly. But the thing that was interesting was the reason why she had beef was because she said that there were certain uh, techniques that were like wrong. Like, you don't choke a person that way. You do it this way. You put the pressure here and all this other kind of stuff. And she was going through these, like, technical details. It was almost like somebody who's like a, 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 a Olympic wrestler critiquing the WWF. It was hilarious. It, mm. it was really hilarious. But, yeah, so so this kind of, um, uh, I don't know, uh, displays of eroticism influenced your writing? Um. Not necessarily the displays of eroticism, but more just the whole genre in general. Okay. There is nothing um, in my book, there is nothing dominant or submissive. In fact, I feel like my character actually is more drawn to the, the male figure in the book because of his submissive traits himself rather than um, his need to feel dominant. Interesting, interesting, interesting. In your novel, does, does opposites attract? Or is that just no. an old wives' tale? No, I don't think. No, not in my novel. The opposite don't attract. I think it's more similarities and seeing seeing traits that she finds recognizable. That that's what attracts her to the guy in the story. Mm-hmm. Who's the villain in the book? Oh, that would be telling now, wouldn't that'd it? That'd be telling. Because at first, <laughs> just just reading it, I was thinking at first boredom. You know, see, I was thinking, you know, maybe boredom was the villain, meaning that she wanted to escape. You know, I mean, isn't that why folk usually go on vacation just to kind of get a change of air? Uh, Was she looking for something more? Say that again. I said, was she looking for something more than just a change of Uh, air? Definitely. I think the devil makes work for idle hands. And in this sense, it definitely, um, didn't work in her favor okay 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 now uh you said that this is a work of fiction and of course you know i think what you said is true that you know the first novel a lot of times you know a lot of the time the protagonist has you know a lot of pieces of ourselves um is there any other influences in 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 terms of your your characters is there a professor is there a family member is there a politician that may you know, have inspired some characters in your novel? I think in general, um, for most of my characters in my story, they're made up of things I've seen or heard or experienced or heard of. So I'd say that all of my characters are a mixture of the things that I've come across in my lifetime, but not necessarily um, following one person in particular or following a group of people in particular, but just um, snippets of things that have happened in different situations and then sort of created into a character or a storyline. So did you go to school for writing, for literature? Um, No. Um, When I went to university, I studied sociology and criminology first. Mm -hmm. And then I decided I wanted to be a teacher. So I went back to study um, education the second time. So no, I didn't study literature at all. 
but I realised that when I was teaching that I had a, a passion for writing and portraying stories and developing characters and things like that. How did you develop, I mean, how did you discover that passion? Was it you telling the kids stories that make them shut up? I mean, what was your, how did you discover it? <laughs> well, I definitely realized at, when I was a teacher that I loved reading to children, mm-hmm. loved creating characters. And um, when the children would read their stories to me, um, I realized that some, some of their work gave me goosebumps. And it was particularly the way that they used their words. But I necessarily wasn't, um, I wouldn't say that I was necessarily skilled in that set. But mm-hmm. I love I the words that some of the children would use. And actually, I found that I was learning from the children, in a sense, mm-hmm. um, about how to use words for effect. And that's where the passion source came from. And then <clears throat> it developed into a hobby, just writing for self-expression and then writing it's funny you mentioned reading to the children there's a uh, movie that i believe that uh, ava duvernay and uh, oprah is in uh i don't know ava duvernay for sure is involved in called a wrinkle in time you've you've okay my uh third grade teacher was the third grade my third grade teacher mrs warren used to read to us uh a chapter or two uh, from the book A Wrinkle in Time, uh, every Friday when we, when we were in elementary school. Yeah. And I still remember to this day how wonderful that time was. Everybody got real quiet and everything. Yeah. And she read, and I could just see the images in my head. Uh, what kind of mm-hmm. stories did you read to the children when you were teaching? Oh, loads. The thing is, in my teaching career, I worked in the classes from five years old all the way up until 11 years old okay so i read loads of books i mean um crindle cracks when i was a class teacher i read crindle cracks to my class they loved it mm-hmm. um, have you ever heard of that book absolutely not what is crindle cracks it sounds like a scary novel for kids yeah it's basically about an alligator that lives under the gutter and it comes out at night when everyone's sleeping and there's a main character that tries to defeat Crindle Wow. Okay. All right. So did you do the voices and everything and the pause for the suspense and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Every character had a different voice. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So can we expect the audio book at some point for uh, the Vacation Lodge? Yes, most definitely. I mean, I'd say early next year I'll be recording Wow. For an audio. And then that will be released um, in the beginning of next year at that's, some point. That's I amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it's funny. Um, as, as, as inundated as we are in this uh, Internet, you know, uh, moment with the video and the streaming and all that kind of stuff, I still just like to hear the human voice tell a very yeah. interesting story, you know. Yeah. Um, no visuals, no fancy lights, none of that kind of stuff. Just the human voice in you. That's it. Yeah. I think it's really important um, not to get lost in the digital age. And actually having conversations are, are really key, especially for a writer, just um, for, you know, strengthening your mind and, you know, keeping you, I suppose, keeping you alive mm-hmm. without, without the interaction, you sort of become dead inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just reading this article the other day that uh, 
Facebook basically uh, came out with a post saying that social media can be bad for you. And uh, the gist of it was if you're just constantly like uh, streaming through different posts, interactions, the human psychology becomes depressed. And the way to overcome that is to interact with people. So instead yeah. of you just reading stuff that other people wrote, other people wrote, that kind of just has a, you know, bad effect on your mood. But, you know, you interacting with people, I guess you posting and you getting out of the house and you talking to people, you know, that that gives the balance. So I thought that was interesting that Facebook had to come out with that. Um mm-hmm. Do you write alone? I, I understand that sometimes the writer's life can be a little lonely. I don't know if that's a myth, but, you know, is it a solitary vibration for you? Is there a community that you're a part of in terms of being a writer? Tell me about that. I think I definitely work best alone. Okay. <clears throat> so all of my best writing comes when I'm by myself. But I do like to take breaks in between, so I definitely time how long I'm writing I don't usually write um, longer than three hours a day mm-hmm. and then I make sure I go out and talk to people and sort of have a balance in between are you so one of those people that takes your uh, macbook to the coffee house and, and sits there for three hours is that you was that saw you in the corner uh, that you? no, no uh, I couldn't do that I have, I have to be at home by myself to get into the zone I find that um, if I'm with people I get distracted and the quality of the work is as good Oh, okay. Yeah, so definitely at home. So do you have a ritual when you write? Mm, I suppose I need to eat first. If I don't eat, (laughs) then um, my brain doesn't function. Mm -hmm. And then I usually sit down, um, have a look at my plan. And some of the time, I don't really know what's going to happen with my characters. So Mm -hmm. I sort of it sort of comes alive as I'm writing, as, as I get in, involved with the story. Um, I usually stop after about 1,000 words. So I usually do 1,000 words a day, and then I okay. stop. Okay, wow. You know, I think I, I, I found a wrinkle in your armor. I didn't hear any mention of tea. I thought you was British. What's going on? What, what are you trying to pull, Dion? I thought you was from, from the UK. No, y'all, all y'all drink tea. Come on now. <laughs> I do drink tea, but I don't usually drink tea in the mornings. I usually have it at night, and I uh, don't write at night because I think my brain functions best in the morning. So. Okay. All right, then. We'll let that one slide. I have herbal tea as well. Herbal tea. Okay. Earl Grey, right? Don't y'all do Earl Grey? Is that a myth? No, I don't do Earl Grey. <laughs> <laughs> All I know about the British is that they, they sound very smart. Luther... And y'all drink tea all the time. That's it. That's that's really all I know. That's, that's all I know. So, um, speaking of Luther, I know you love the series, right? I haven't seen it. What? No, oh, I man. I think we might get disconnected. Oh, snap. Hold oh. on. <laughs> you didn't see Luther? El- Elvis oh, Alba? Come on, now. No, I'm not a big TV head. I like, I like trash TV. I like oh. reality shows. I don't really watch series in that sense okay all right all right all right i guess i can dig that i guess i can dig that when you say trash tv is that like the talk shows and wendy williams and that kind of stuff i do love wendy williams <laughs> but in, in, in terms of british shows i watch a show called made in chelsea the big um big brother celebrity big brother okay. shows that are based on 
real humans doing their day-to-day life. <laughs> Those are the sort of shows I indulge in. You know, it's so funny how humans are uh, fascinated with the mundane. So you said that you, um, you know, you like to watch shows about regular people doing regular things. You ever heard yeah. of this video game called Sims? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. So uh, it was a lady that I knew at work. She played the Sims like religiously. She, you know, work her shift, go home, you know, do the thing for a family, play the Sims and then go to sleep. That was you know, her reported routine. So I said, okay, you know, so I knew my kids played the Sims. So I was familiar with, I just thought the Sims was Barbie dolls on the computer. That's, that's my thing. So I said, well, what is your, tell me about your Sim character. She she tells me, well, my Sim character is a wife and she has a husband and three kids. And I said, well, you're married and you got three kids. He said, yeah. And, uh, you know, she, uh, you know, she takes care of the kids. She makes dinner and, 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 you know, puts them to sleep and, you know, da, da, da. I said, well, that's, well, that's what you do. So she was playing her life in Sims. Yeah. Which I thought was fascinating. So it's like, you know, Star Wars be damned. People like seeing people do normal stuff. Yeah. Which is totally amazing to me. It's, it's yeah. amazing. Wow. Now, I know you told me that you kind of discovered your love for writing while, you know, reading and, and, and doing the teaching thing. Is yeah. there anything else you discovered? Did you discover, like, man, I don't want to have kids till I'm 50? Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> did you, is there any other thing, you know, did the kids inspire you to, to, to anything else? I mean, I taught for a while, and I was like, man you know what i mean it's like i mean my generation we call it i think they labeled us generation x and let me just tell you don't believe all the hype they say about millennials because they said the same shit about us just add entrepreneurship and internet and the reason why i said it is because the economy was good when we was y'all age right so nobody was thinking about starting businesses because you can find a job and then the internet yeah. wasn't really like that back in the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? What do you think about the generation coming behind you? The little bit of time, like how long did you talk? Well, a couple of years, a year, what? Yeah, I, I taught for two years, but I was working in school for six years before that. So eight years in school. <clears throat> you hopeful about the generation coming behind? You think they're going to need am. some help? What do you think? I think it's a mixture. I mean, I am hopeful for them because I believe that they have a lot more opportunities than I ever did when I was younger or my parents did Okay. in terms of um, being uh, from an ethnic minority but still being able to believe that you can do any job that you want to do and I think there's a lot more opportunities for them. Okay. At the same time I do think there's um, the internet is also sort of ruining them in a sense that um, a lot of young people live their lives through um, likes, and they don't they don't necessarily rate things as being popular unless loads of people are doing it on social media. So I suppose it's like a sheep mentality. Mm-hmm. So I think there's definitely positives to the new generation, but there's also some negatives which come with um, social media and technology and how. So it's so this social media is like. 
like the new form of peer pressure. Is that is that a fair statement? Um, in a sense, I mean, you can be pressured um, by some of the things that you see, but also I think as a business person, it actually can be quite useful because if uh, I think you can take advantage of the fact that you know people are going to be influenced by social media, so. Yeah. <clears throat> How um, important do you think social media will be to your business as an author? Um, I think it's it's actually quite a major. It's quite important to me because um, that's my way of connecting to people that I don't know, uh-huh. and that's why the internet is amazing because you can meet so many people mm-hmm. that you've never met before, and you can connect just with a click of a button. Hmm. Are you going to be one? Now, listen, this is this is truth telling. OK, are you going to be one of those snoo, snooty authors who, you know, don't respond to fans? And, oh, da, 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 you know, I mean, you can be honest. You know, I mean, you can't be bothered no. with, the, with the rabble. You, you can tell me. No, I'm definitely not one of those people. I'm I'm open to talking to anybody. And I think that it doesn't matter where you come from or what your background is. Everybody is a human and should be treated like one. So I think as long as you're being respectful, mm-hmm. um, if you are getting into contact with me, I'll be respectful back. Okay. All right. All right. So what do we know so far? You wrote a, a, a an erotic thriller about a woman who goes from Jamaica, goes to Jamaica on vacation and she gets in some, in, into some, you know, an interesting relationship and um you know has some uh you know some pretty intense experiences now where is the lead character leaving from are they leaving from the uk yes so she um is actually leaving from the uk to go to jamaica because she is um bored and nobody wants to go on holiday with her so she decides to pack up and go on holiday by herself um even though she hasn't got anyone to go with mm-hmm isn't that unusual for people to go overseas by themselves like that, especially young women? Yeah, I think I think it's, you definitely have to be in a, at a desperate point to, to, in my opinion, I think you have to be at a desperate point to want to go on holiday by yourself, in desperate need of de-stressing or desperate need of um, something new in your life, I believe. Okay. Right. Although I think it is quite um, common for some people to go on holiday by themselves, especially if they have a very busy life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. You've been out of school for how many years? Oh, um, do you mean secondary school or do you mean education in general? Uh, College, you know, secondary, I guess you'd call it. Um, University. University. I left university in 2008. So, oh, you've been out for a minute. Yeah. You old head. Oh, okay. I thought you just got out a couple, a couple of days ago. Oh, my fault. All right. Yeah. And then I, I did go back to study to be a teacher. I finished. I finished my study in, in 2011. Ah, okay. I, All I, right. In 2008. Okay. Some people are in love with school. You know what I mean. Some people want to be professional students, and uh, people like myself just teach me enough to teach myself, and I'm ghost. You know, yeah. kind of a thing. Do you miss the structure oh, of school? Sorry, I, sorry, I just, I, I need to just say, I, I didn't graduate in 2008. <laughs> I graduated in 2011. Oh, and okay. Then, 
Um, and then my second degree, I think I graduated in 2013. Um, I can't remember. Is the honest truth. <laughs> did you take a break during that period and then go back and finish? Yeah, yeah I did. I took a year's break and I was um, working in a school. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to, to study to teach. Oh, okay. All right. Now, this is a sidebar that I warned you about. What's the yeah. economy like in your area? In, in America, I, I find that folk will come out of college, they'll mill around for a little while, then they'll say, oh, shit, there ain't no jobs out here. And then they go work on a master's. I mean, is, is that what's happening in your, in your neck of the woods? Um, I mean, a lot of people say there aren't any jobs, but I believe that if you haven't got a job, you can make a job for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really one to to follow that mantra of there isn't any jobs here. I believe that if you work hard enough, you can get any job that you like. Or mm-hmm. if you if you can't get that job, then you create that role for yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in your circle of friends, uh, would you be considered like uh, an outlier? Are there other you know, folk in your circle that are, you know, writing or, you know, trying to create some kind of business opportunity for themselves or are they just straight nine to fivers like in your circle? I think it's definitely a mixture. Um, Some of my friends are nine to five girls. Some of my friends are trying to start their own businesses. And I think we're all sort of at a very similar stage Mm -hmm. in terms of trying something new and moving away from the nine to five life and, trying to create a job that we enjoy. Hmm. Who is your audience for this uh, book, The the Vacation Lodge? Who is your audience? Uh, Uh, I think definitely, I'd say adults from the age of 18 to around 50, um, mainly women. And I I believe that women of color would definitely enjoy uh, this book in particular just because it's um, uh, something that they can relate to. Hmm. Women of color. You're talking about black people, right? Yes. Okay. We we don't use euphemisms on Jonathan Soul. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I forgot to tell you. <laughs> African people, baby. All over <laughs> stepping down. Lord of mercy. All right. So, so black women, uh, erotic thriller, and uh, yeah. I can't ask you, is there a happy ending? Because that would be a double entendre. You can't give anything away. Uh, let's see exactly. what else. Uh, I guess the only other thing I can think of is um, how can people reach out to you? Where can they get your novel? Do you have a website? Uh, how can they follow you on social media? On Instagram, my Instagram name is DJ Walters Writer. And on Twitter, it's DJ Walters Writer. Uh, my website is www.djwaterswriter.com and um, you can get my book on Amazon and on Kindle. Fantastic. And it'll be released in February. Miss Dion Walters, it's been a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you. Yo, family, what's going on with you? I hope y'all dug that interview. This is Jonathan Soul speak with you now. I want you to support my brothers and sisters by following them on social media and going to their website and picking up that product. 
so we can stop focusing so much on issues and start focusing on building industry. For more episodes, go to JonathanSoul.com, J-O-H-N-A-T-H-A-N-S-O-U-L.com. And of course, I'm on social media. I'm on uh, it's Jonathan Soul at Twitter, Instagram, uh, Tumblr. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on uh, SoundCloud. And um, I'm over at uh, Black Spot as well, that terrific Facebook competitor. Listen, family, I love you guys. And I want all your dreams to come true. And my dreams can't come true without you. And yours can't come true without me. So let's support each other. And let's build this thing together. I love you guys. Peace and love to you and your family. Till next time. Yeah. Yeah.